gotta say my favorite one of all time, and I'll, I will end the we'll end the segment on this. I know you're gonna say already, but no, you don't. No, you don't. Let, say say no, the you name. Say, say the same on th- a one, two, three. Gary Sheffield. Oh, dang. I knew it. I <laughs> knew it. That was awesome, right there. That was go. crazy. Go right, go. That was crazy. Oh my gosh, Gary Sheffield. John Stamos. Oh my god. Do we just become best friends? Now, the guy is coming back from the liquor store. The, the guy that got punched. Okay. He has a bag, a grocery bag full of liquor. Dante Fowler takes that, throws it into the pond that's next to their apartment <laughs> complex. <laughs> so now this guy is sitting on the ground. His glasses are broken. Slice in the face. And his liquor's in the lake. <laughs> There should be mistakes allowed because you know what? That's how life works, man. Sports. I mean, quit taking sports or sports. Why? Why did it have to be perfect? Like all of a sudden? Why? And again, I know people like get it right. I understand your mentality, and that's okay. Yeah. But who? Like, who cares? Welcome back, everybody, to episode 63 of Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott. It has been a while since yeah, we've done a podcast. A lot of, lot of life changes. For, for those of you who remember, we can be found on Google Play, iTunes. Nobody can remember, so we got to give a good, all, a good recap. Here. All four listeners forgot that we existed. We, yeah, they just totally forgot. It was completely out of their minds. Nobody checked up on us no, on Twitter. Nobody, were like, nobody was like, hey, hey I new episode? Posted a podcast in a while. I've been sitting on 62 for about a month now. Where uh, where are you guys? Nope. Again, just died. We've taken... What? died for about a month. Oh, I thought you said a kid just died. I said, oh. no, Scott, there's just been, we've had no, a wedding. Your, your singleness has died. The singleness you know, has died. You know, a married man. Living in a new place. So that's sort of been, that's for anybody who cares, we will be doing it as close to weekly as we can, but it definitely won't be as, uh, you know, as, eh. as steady. I mean, we'll try Here in there. We'll try Here in there. Uh, tonight's thoughts, I guess, are inspired by know. a smorgasbord. A ginger beer, a banana bread beer, a 60-minute IPA, a few Coors Lights, and a Budweiser. So How Americans, that? yeah, that's a good that's a good <laughs> little mix that we had. It's a good little uh, a short mortgage board. But how you been, man? Like, I feel like we... I, I haven't even talked right. to you in a long time. Yeah, I know. Ever since the wedding, you just forget about your friends. And I, like, I didn't even talk to you at the wedding, actually. No, of course not. I don't expect that. It was a fun wedding, though, right? It was a good time. It was good. It was a good time. That was yeah. good. Seeing all the boys. Yeah, dude, it worked out perfectly. The whole bus thing and everything, and mm-hmm. yeah, it was just a good time overall. Bus yeah, was I mean, cool. Everything's been good. I mean, nothing, nothing really changed. Uh, everything's basically same old, same old. Sure. Except we're doing uh, this on a Saturday. I like it. I like it that it's you know six thirty right now. It's still semi light outside. Let me ask you something. Are you mm, are you glad leaving the coaching world of the NCAA basketball now that 
the S is hitting the fan and the world no. is ending with it. You, you No, because now a lot of jobs are opening up now. Now I'm kind of right. regretting it. You could have climbed your way now to the top. I'm like, shoot, Truth maybe if I just stayed in for another year and like get Arizona head coaching job, maybe. Well, this kid comes from a Division seven school and never had a head coaching job. He's definitely never hey, bribed anybody. His Let's nose hire is clean. him. <laughs> <laughs> nose is clean. Never had to pay anybody. Is is it really? I can't. I can't sit in this couch. I don't, I'm regretting doing this podcast on the couch. All right, we could always move back. What um? Do you think everybody is as guilty as the media is making everybody out to be? Coach K, all the all the legends. Um. I, uh, yes and no. I think they. I think people are guilty. Actually, I think a lot more people are guilty than we think. But I mean, I don't want to say like Coach K is actually guilty. I don't want to incriminate him. You know what I mean? Like you'll be incriminating him to a couple family members and friends on this right. podcast, so it doesn't really matter, right? But yeah, I think I think it goes a lot deeper, and I think for for a long time it's kind of been just kind of wink, wink type of thing with coaches. I read something today that I kind of want to shoot across your bow and see what you think about. You probably saw the same article as I did on Bleacher Report. It was uh, the NCAA president, Mike Emmert, or whatever the heck his name is. I can't remember. He says that it's possible that the NCAA is having talks about taking on the Olympic-style form of allowing college athletes to be paid on the books through endorsements like Olympic athletes. I just kind of wanted to hear, maybe toss that around. Good, College bad, athletes shouldn't be work. paid. They're already paid in scholarships. I, I, we always talk about this. And we, yeah, we agree. Yeah, on that. I, I agree. I think they should be able to sell their uh, signature autograph. I think they should be able to sign with whoever they want. As far as like, if they want to be a Gatorade rep or something like that, that's fine. But as far as getting paid from the school of the NCAA, that's not that's not going to happen. It should not happen. No, 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 it won't. And this will continue to probably get worse. The endorsements thing I thought was funny because the way endorsements work is you take obviously someone who's recognizable, right? Take even a really popular basketball, a college basketball player right now. Take Trey Young. Give him a okay. Nike, whatever. Slap him on a commercial or a magazine ad saying, oh, I'm Trey in that kind of way he talks where he like mispronounces stuff. That's I'm Trey Young. Not and, English. Huh? Not English. His fuzzy hair. Yeah. I'm Trey Young and I use Nike. I got I got where I am I as an 18-year-old by whatever using Nike. That's the Nike shoe. The, the only people who are going to like know who that kid is is I would say Above casual, fa- I don't think a casual basketball fan recognizes Trey Young. I think hardcore college basketball fans would recognize college athletes as endorsers, as well as any Oklahoma fan, or if that's like your school. Now, making some sort of like Oklahoma, brand, like some weird Oklahoma restaurant, and saying, "Oh, let's bring in Trey Young to advertise for you know Grease R- Burger okay, or whatever," like that would be cool. Right. But like a big brand, Grease it's Burger. it's guys like LeBron James. And who everybody knows. That's why endorsements work. No kid is going to know who the heck Trey So what you're saying is. is you're against it. That's what you're, that's what you're getting at. No, not that I'm against it. It's just I think it wouldn't work. I think the endorse, like paying for endorsements, I really don't care. I Honestly, I don't care paying, not paying. I just don't think that it would, it would work the way the way it does for paying professional of athletes. Not. Of course not. Because I mean. There would just be another issue now. Everybody well, complains about everything. Mm-hmm. And there's always something wrong with something. I think the way things are right now are pretty good. They're pretty fine. College athletes, you know, they're not getting paid, whatever. This thing just broke. This couch 
is not conducive to drinking. Um, I'm and here now. Talking. I'm here now. At all. Uh, that's I'm where I'm now. going. This the stand just broke. What? That's well, it didn't break. You didn't put be. it on right. Yeah, well. What? Um. This is what's, this is what's gonna happen. There you go. Be careful. What do you? Uh, what the heck was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So and there's so much damn turnover in college basketball. Turnover as in what Tur- teams? Turnover is is Trey Young is gonna be a college basketball player for another two weeks. Then he's gonna go to the NBA and he's gonna have a successful NBA career. Exactly. So like if the brands want to get him while they're you know still in high school, they should be able to if they really want. I don't know. I, I again, I don't know if I'm a Free rep. Market. If I'm a rep for whatever. I don't know if my like grand idea for me climbing the company at Nike or whatever, wherever I work, I'm not presenting the boss with, Hey, let's go get out this college athlete who only the fans who follow the school is going to know. You see what I'm saying here? No, I disagree. I think remember a kid like Bryce Harper, who was a big deal at like age 15. Imagine he, if he signed with Under Armour, if Under Armour got him at age 15, or Nike got because I think Under Armour ended up. Did, I think he's an Under Armour rep. But, but if imagine if Nike got him at age fifteen, like. But college athletes aren't Bryce Harper. Well, he's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. So I'm just saying, a big time basketball name, Michael Porter, when he was still in high school. You know what a joke that guy is. That whole story, playing two minutes for Missouri, and not, and you're done. And that's you're bad. is that kid going to get drafted? Oh, he's going to be a lottery pick. That's that's such a picks. joke to me how the, how picks. basketball works. Why? I mean that's such a joke. I think okay, so the the whole the whole one and done thing. They're talking how kids should be able to get drafted out of high school because that's been done away with. And I like like not forcing a kid because I think that's the wrong word. I think it's good for players and future professional teams to let kids play at the college level for at least three years. Michael oh, Porter no. Jr. is going to suck next year. Look, Dude. What, look at look at your boy uh, Fultz, Carson Fultz. Wasn't he a DeMatha Mark kid? Hell? Mark Hell. Did I say Carson? Carson I was Fultz. thinking Carson Wentz. I was thinking Carson Wentz because there's a Z and I just combined them. Mark Hell Fultz. He like hurt himself and now he has like the equivalent yeah, of I the yips shoot. in yeah. basketball. Like that's going to happen. Let the kid play in college and like that's just bad for a kid. You know, Dude. it's bad. I'm all about the free market, dude. Like, just let the kid do whatever he wants to do. There should be no regulations on whether he has to go to college for one, two, or three years, or stay all four. It doesn't matter. If he wants to go straight to the NBA, let him go straight to the NBA. Football, basketball, baseball, whatever sport, no regulations. I mean, if the thing is, is NCAA is just a farm system for the NBA, mm-hmm. which is stupid. It's the farm system for the NFL, which is stupid. Now they're mm-hmm. having the combine right now. Are you watching any of that? Yeah, you know what? I was actually going to ask you about the combine. Yeah, I mean, you think that's the dumbest thing in the world? No, don't I think you? it's. I think it's fine. Oh, really? For NFL like scouts? Oh, right. But it's, it's dumb for fans. It's stupid for fans if, to go. Saquon <laughs> Barkley just ran a four four one. If pretty good, and apparently because he beat. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott's four four seven time. He's going to be better than Zeke. Right. This doesn't Scott mean anything. So you get out on the field or whatever. Right. And have you ever? I you know. Whenever I hear about this stupid uh, the TB twelve, the Tom Brady stuff, and like how he's all into taking care of his body. Yeah. Like and how people are into it. They're reading his book. Blah blah blah. I always want to bring up the. 
his like famous picture from the combine yeah. where he was like he dumpy, was dumpy looking. He looked like us. Right. Yeah. Right. It was like, so this is the guy like speech about taking care of your body who looked like that after coming out of Michigan. I just think that's so funny. I want that to be like known. I would totally do that. I would totally do the whole Tom Brady diet and everything. Really? If like beer didn't exist. I just like beer too much. I think that's what's really holding me back on everything. You would be a pretty healthy individual if it weren't for beer. Uh, yeah, like you're healthy though. For oh, I'm I'm very healthy. I'm, I'm considering myself a healthy person. Oh yeah, I'm just saying. Well, like mm, what? I mean, what, you, you're a healthy say? person now. I see. I go back to 21 year old, fat, long haired Scott. I'm saying. I'm just saying. Beer is really smelled all me the back time. Yeah, I think beer is the. The main thing. Why don't you move to a different uh, alcoholic beverage that's a little, you know, less calories or like a like a hard liquor? So like, I don't get made fun of every single day of my life. No, no, no. Like a good, like a you know, having like a whiskey neat or something like that. So that's just gonna be my thing. So when I come over here and you have a six pack of beer, and I'm like, nah, nah I don't drink that anymore. I have to drink whiskey. If, I have to take care of the waistline. If being healthy was really a top priority of yours, which I don't think it is like, I know being held like, run you, like you run, but I don't think you really are like, Oh, this beer, man. Like it's really holding me back. I don't think you think that you're good with drinking I'm, beer. I'm, oh, I'm fine with who I am. Right. But I'm saying is if you weren't, fine. I would, I would be okay with you coming over here and joining a whiskey neat. I'd be fine with that. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm fine with it. With, the, with the, what's going on here, you're okay with it. Oh yeah, hey, yeah. Abs, dude, but I'm, whatever. I'm totally okay. With what, I mean, whatever. That's the thing. No, no, dude. So the Winter Olympics are over. Mm-hmm. USA did not win the medal count. No, no, not even close. Fourth place, I think, behind uh, how? Like, don't we win every single time? Uh, winter, I thought that was like the thing. I thought, why didn't people make a bigger deal about how this is like a huge? Well, there because there were a lot of little victories. I feel like. I feel little like little victories. What do you mean, little victories? Uh, the the women's hockey team winning gold. Oh, by the way, any thoughts on the Canadian the Canadian uh, lady? Uh, so the Canadian w- women's women's I hockey. What you're talking about? I when I mentioned women's hockey, you just stop paying attention. I know USA won a shootout. That's about all. I know. So Canada got the silver medal, and okay. and when presenting the silver medal. The one Canadian lady put it around, or the person puts it, the whatever, puts right. it around, and then the the lady immediately takes it off, and it's caught on camera. And it was like a it's an old, it's kind of an older story. It was from when the Olympics so we ended two weeks ago. Month, so whatever. But it was, you know, she got a bunch of flack for being despicable, like not being proud. And I don't know if she, I didn't see it, like if she threw it or That's, not. It looks like she just took it off, well, just I, disappointment. I agree with that. I mean, just. It's like the whole Cam Newton of the Super Bowl thing. So we always go back to just being a poor sport. Like they've won the last four. Mm-hmm. Take it like a man or a, or a woman. In this case, mm-hmm. move on. I don't know. I don't know. I watched probably ten seconds of the Winter Olympics while I was flipping through channels. What did you watch? What sp- what ten from seconds going of from three to four to five? I probably had the channel on there for ten seconds. Ten seconds. So you probably watched like a whole speed skating race. Then you probably watched one of them. Ten seconds. That's I about think I watched meter. Lindsay Vaughn going down the hill. She was a big disappointment. Apparently, she got like bronze or something, and everybody I, thought I don't she know the was going to story. Win. But apparently, she didn't even like start working out until like a month before the Olympics. She just okie doked everything. Yeah, she just like really just sandbagged is she, it. Is she dating Tiger Woods still? Wasn't that a so. thing? That's not so. happening anymore, dude. 
I don't know if I've told you my Winter Olympics theory. I think this had it on the yeah. Is that is that what you're going for? Are you stealing my? Beer? Was this yours? I was going to drink that. I don't know what you're doing it's over. over. There. Oh, you're halfway I'm done. done. I'm, I'm done. Well, I need to get up then, and you get all butt hurt when I get up from out of my seat. No, I, I'll and get you it. go. Okay. Where are you going, man? You're like Chewy when I leave him alone. He barks and just whatever's closest. Good. So, okay, your Winter Olympics. So my Winter Olympics. I don't know if I said this last time in the podcast, um, but the Winter Olympics are basically just a big joke in general. But. My theory on the on the Olympics in general is that sports, and I say that in quotation marks, that are judged are not sports. Right. They're they're games. They're, sure. They're they're little little tiny games. Sports that are judged. So anything that has to do that's not timed, basically, from getting from point A to point B as fast as you can, or or points. No, 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 no. Points points is fine. Yeah. Like like a hockey game or but anything curling. that is that is judgmental that has to do with like this guy saying that this performance was better than that performance is right. big BS to me. It's big fat BS. Okay, has to be a clear cut winner. Right. I don't think that that's. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. And I agree with you implicitly that I wouldn't consider it figure skating, right? Or the snowboarding where they they judge the, the half pipe half, snowboarding or the big dumb. air where it's just one jump, which dumb. is a new thing, by right. the way. But what are sports really? Sports are entertainment, and I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I think snowboarding is dumb and it's not a sport. But I was kind of engrossed in that big air thing for about five minutes. I was like. Holy crap! They are going high. Oh, it's impressive. I would. I, I'm not never wanting that. That's not. That's not. No, impressive. but it's. But it's not just impressive. It's entertainment. I see why. It's like I don't. It's like any other hobby that I can appreciate and I can see why someone would enjoy partaking in this and viewing it because it's interesting. It's entertainment. Do I consider it a sport? No, I'm in the Scott boat, right? It's terrible. It's terrible. It's sports. Well, no, I'm sorry. That's sports. The Olympics in general were the, what, the Greece? It started, what, in Greece? I don't know my. How do you not know where the Athens, Olympics started? Athens, yeah, Athens. the gods. Greece, and, isn't it? They would wrestle, and it Athens, was. Athens, Greece. Only me- so yeah. I was right. Yeah, of course you were right. right. But so, the, no. I'm those, just bummed that you weren't more confident in your, you uh, had to ask. I was like, in Greece. I was, trying to get, I was trying to get there. Where's the sky? That was. No bite, man. The Olympics was who could run the fastest, who could throw the farthest, who could jump the highest. You that's want, what it should be. You want to go back to a strictly Puritan. Oh, I, that's what I love. Only Who's the strongest. So you want only men in the Olympics too? Everybody's oh, naked oh, because on. that's how the Olympics started. Come Scott. On. Oh, the go naked f- thing. Go full. Go full paleo. The naked thing. That would be pretty interesting, dude. Maybe for you, Scott. Everybody's I don't, don't want to see a couple fellas wrestling that's each other. That's pure, right there. That is. That's uh, pure. That's the. That's the camp that you're. That you're trying to look for I, right now is the, is the purity. Of, well, I'm not even saying like well, like a sport like hockey. That's a sport because it's, it's not judged. Right. It's just, and I, I'm you don't have you. to have somebody standing up there like, well, this team played better than that team. Well, the team that plays better is not the team that always wins. I'm with you 100%. Let me throw something at you. Summer Olympic sports are all kind of inspired by survival battle, right? The javelin throw is who could be the best guy throwing a spear at an enemy. Decathlon is probably my favorite 
10, what, 10 events of all time. Right. Those are awesome. The, right. And you get, the, you the jump, you world. run through water, and it's all, it's survival stuff. It's That's awesome. where it started, is it's who awesome. could be the best warrior to honor the gods. Correct. The Winter Olympics isn't really based on survival. It's, it's all... Based off rich white kids. Who can get down the mountain fastest. That's what it is. Right. What, but what if... We had some survi- some winter themed sport survival stuff, survival sports, and throw those in the Olympics. Like they so like run track in the snow. Well, there's that one. What is it called? Where <laughs> there it's cross country skiing. Yeah, that's a good and one. they shoot BB guns like at certain checkpoints. That is like a little wild. That's semi based on survive. You know, surviving in the American Northwest in the American in westward expansion. So how about this? How about this? for an Olympic sport, ice fishing. You got to go, you need to go into an, un, on an unchartered lake. Like you have to have the wherewithal of this ice is good to walk on. I will, or I will fall through this ice and you need to, and part of the entertainment is, you know, you see two guys, it'll be two on two kind of walking out, and testing the ice. falls through the ice. And, and then they got to figure out a way to like survive. <laughs> and they, and then they have to, and they have to do the whole, they got to drop a line in and it's first one to like, like five pounds of fish or something to feed their family. <laughs> That's good right there. Right, Survival might, stuff. Yeah. Just, oh man, now we're on to something. Check this out. Uh, Send two guys in the woods. Yeah. Cover co- comes out. Come out with a caribou or like, <laughs> or like a buffalo. How about... Um, Hunger Games. You know, actually what I think would do pretty well as far as media and like audience, especially American audience is... Um, uh, Sled dogs, like sled Iditarod. The Iditarod. Now, pretty good. I actually brought it up with my students. I actually, I actually Ooh, gave this. Are form. you gonna do like the whole like it's cruelty to animal thing? No, 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 no. I I gave this question because I thought it might be a possible podcast bit. Yeah. If you guys could invent a Winter Olympic sport, what would it be? And a couple of them. Ooh. A couple of them wrote like, "Oh, because we read Call of the Wild. It's about a dog like going up north and being a sled dog." And a couple of them said that would be pretty cool. Yeah. And then one of them mentioned what you said. There's, oh, you can't, you can't have that because the Iditarod already does that. And I, and then I thought, and I asked him, I was like, do they have some like copyright? Like nobody is allowed to race like dogs. I, I don't know. You see I what I'm know. saying here? I'm sure that's probably not a thing. But like you know, you present all the, the sled teams. Oh, and I like that. All the dogs have little names, and it's like, oh, this dog is Chewy. He's four oh, the years dogs old. Dogs die on the Iditarod. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. They I've, they drop. Out. It's like really cruel to animals. Okay. And they just exhaust themselves, and they. they oh, yeah. It's so maybe. Brutal. So maybe the media wouldn't absorb. They it would as, not like that very much. This mm-hmm. liberal media, no. Okay. We're a part of the media now too. We're me- we're media members. Now nah, we're d- we're a couple we're fellas time. talking about the media. We're big time media people now, man. Do you have? A, do you see what I'm saying? No, Your survival it, winter survival building like an that. igloo, dude. But that's judged though. Now we're getting the judgment. Bi- bi- a strong it be, igloo. It, well, it has to hold that's certain. Objective. Can't be objective. No, it has to like, okay, your igloos are done. I'm going to add increments of two pounds to it, and we'll see which one caves in faster. Right. So there needs to be, okay, there we go. Finally, we got it. It would take forever, <laughs> but it would be, it'd be kind of fun. Interesting, though. No, no I, 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 the Winter Olympics doesn't, doesn't do it for me. Men's curling? American won the gold. Never happened before. That was pretty cool. My dad was pumped about it. He's a big curling fan. Team Schuster. Really? Actually? He did. He he came like, home. I think it's funny to like be like a hipster about liking curling and being like, oh, I really like curling. But then like 
not care about it for the next three and a half years. He, more than that. He, and, yeah, and I agree a lot. Of, I feel like there are curling, like, in quote, Oh, fans. yeah, it's so cool. I love curling. I'm going to stay up till four in the morning and watch the USA Gold win. But it's like, okay, well, for three years, three and whatever, you, you don't like curling. Well, well, so well, it's not on. It's really. Not, I mean, it is on, but I see what you're saying. The hipster like watching curling because it's, it's ironic. Different. It's he, ironic. Here's exactly. here's why I know my dad separates himself from from that pack. He comes home one night. Is it, it was yes, uh, not yes, geez, uh, a couple weeks before it was before the wedding uh, when I was still here, and he uh, he hands me a paper. He's like, "Dude, check this out," and I'm looking at it. And it's it's U.S. men's curling TV schedule. He had printed out all the times that the men's team would be on TV. And like you said, it was all correct. It was when, all three a.m. Blah, blah blah. It was I don't know a week before the Olympics started. Right, a week before the Olympics started. So for three years and fifty th- or three years and fifty three weeks, he doesn't care about it until a week before. But curling's not on though. Curling's not on. There's still a way to follow it. He did. He did know the team captain even way before that. He was like, "Oh, it's uh, Schuster again." And though he blew it, he has like little stats okay. in his mind. Okay. He's like, okay. "Schuster blew it last Olympics." He's better than 99.9 percent of the people out there. I'm. Bl- I'm. We're getting a little. Uh, we're getting a little oh, interference from your though. from your smartphone there. I believe. So that's the Winter Olympics. How you know we kind of breeze through college basketball without talking. Before we end this segment, which we probably should here in a little bit, okay. You know what? Let's just bump. You want to bump? You want to talk some Ian Boyd right now and George Mason? Sure, sure. So, I, I'm I'm embarrassed to say this actually, but um, so the three games where Ian okay. Boyd won the game, okay. uh, I watched only about ten minutes of of the VCU game. I didn't see you at the bar though. That's why, right? I did right. I didn't, see, but the A10 network. I mean, I don't get that. I'm not going to pay for that. I'll listen to Bill Rowland every now and again, like via the via the website. But like that's tough sometimes. But what I'm what I'm saying is, I'm ashamed as an alumni. I didn't see any of those buzzer beaters live. Not a single one. I I read about them and, okay. I, and I looked at them the next. The day. only one I saw was VCU. The other two were on the A10 network, which we didn't get. Mm-hmm. Well, so was VCU. Wasn't the VCU? VCU was oh, on you massive. know what? We actually it's one minute. We're gonna have to put uh we're gonna have to put on the uh what Richmond tonight? George Mason Richmond. Yeah, it's it's, it's Mason Richmond. And and by the time this is airing, and by the time people listen to this, probably early next week on their drive to work or home, whatever, whenever they listen to it, like. The whole like Mason like buzzer beater thing, it'll be over. Tournament tournaments will be starting. Mason's the four seed right now, which is a pretty big deal in the A ten. The A ten, aren't they? Well, the A ten kind of sucks. I no what the you are I you, and that, Davidson are great. That's but that there was what two years ago where There's, the A ten yeah. sent six teams to the tournament. They're only going to send whoever wins the tournament this year. They uh, that's if, it. If URI no. doesn't, URI will get a bid. Okay, if, that that's fair. If they don't win the tournament because they were ranked for five seconds in the regular they're season. Seventeen. Were they really? I mm-hmm. thought they cracked like the. They were like twenty one, twenty two, and then no, they, they fell were out. Good. But no, they'll they'll get a bid. So it might be a two bid league, which which isn't great. Um, 
I love what, what Paulson said because he had, they had a bunch of cameras there this past week, you know, talking Ian Boyd and talking all the buzzer beaters and all the hype. He was like, I don't care. I don't care. You know, let's learn from this and move on. You know what I mean? Buzzer beaters are lucky. Like, let's be honest. The, the, of, the, of the buzz, let's talk about Ian, Ian Boyd's buzzer beaters. One, the first one was was St. Joe's when the Otis three-pointer kind of coughed it up, kind of ran into those two guys, probably got fouled, good no call, and then it fell into Ian Boyd's lap and he shot a three and made it. Mm-hmm. That was pretty lucky. The second one was a great play by Otis. That was drawn up, was it not? No, that, that was to, not absolutely not drawn up because they didn't really call that out because but that was a, a one of those no look passes. Yeah, I, that's just that's just good basketball. That's not drawn up. Interesting. I meet when I saw. I immediately thought. I bet that was a play that like Scott was maybe like familiar with. No, that was so like, what he that did was, was our under ten second play. So what they did was UMass had the ball. Um, I had a timeout and said, Paulson, so Paulson said, if they score, we have a timeout, but we're not going to use it because if they score, they're going to celebrate and not be ready for us to bring the ball up and push the ball up the court. Hmm. I, that was, that's genius. Exactly I've never what happened. And so they scored with like five seconds left to tie the game or to go up by one. And they all celebrated and they kind of stopped playing thinking we're going to call timeout and have to drop a play. They put the ball in. We pushed. They were all completely standing around. Terrible defense. And then he and then Otis just shoveled past it, and Ian laid it up. Great play. But he was in the right place at the right time. Right. Oh, it was a great pass. It was a couple of like just awesome things happened. That was. I'm gonna. That was a not a lucky play. That was no, just that was good great, coaching. No, I'm saying that's a great play. But he's in the right spot at the right time, which mm-hmm. is great. That's that's mm-hmm. very clutch. The third one was lucky, but awesome. He boxed out Tillman, who is six inches taller than him, and wide as heck. That's just a grit, hustle, determination mm-hmm. play. You put it up, and again, then again, nine times out of ten, you're probably going to miss that shot. You know, mm-hmm. the, the little tip the in. The tip in. When you're that just to short. volleyball it. Yeah. And so, I mean, it, it's good, though. I mean, I'm, I'm happy I, for him. I'm happy for him. But it doesn't mean anything when the season ends. It really doesn't. No, but it's it's cool that Mason got a little bit of recognition, even though it was five seconds. I when I was on the ESPN.com the next day, that video, Ian Boyd, it was like the second it was underneath LeBron James takes a dump and names it, you know, turdy or something. <laughs> it was the next one under LeBron James dump story. Like it was that it was that cool. Yeah. Which was great. Like, you know, and were they giving credit to the three buzzer beaters in a row? Exactly. That's that, what they were giving credit to? Yeah, it okay. wasn't really Mason in general. It wasn't, good. you know, no, how, it, you know, Otis Livingston, who I believe is like leading the team and scoring and just about everything. He wasn't mentioned. It was the fact that Boyd, you know, that's ice water in your veins. But right. I, I did love, the, I think it was the UMass call where it was, and we are going to over, oh, Mason oh, wins. No. That, 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 that was, was a great, and they, they used that on Sports Center yeah, too. Yeah. We're headed to, oh, no. Yes, I do. Awesome. I, you know what? We need to get that great bite, sound bite, and then whenever we talk about Mason, that's going to oh, be our go-to. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a great sound That'll bite. That'll be our go-to. Cool, man. What, what else are we talking about for the rest of the rest of the episode? I don't know, but I do have one quick thing that I want to I want to ask you about, okay. just in the heart of the Ian Boyd thing, okay. because it's kind of a debate that I've had with with guys who I've coached with the idea of a money man now 
if you're in a situation, if you're George Mason tonight and you're, you know, Richmond and you're down by two points and you got two seconds and you're inboundsing it from half court, who are you passing the ball to? Ian Boyd. Every single time. Right, because he's, again, he might not be the guy with the highest shooting percentage. But he knows but, what to do with the ball in the late game situation. But, right. He it, doesn't get nervous. I mean, obviously he's going to be nervous and everything, but take a guy that probably has never taken or made a game-winning shot before. It's just going to be a different shot. Right. It's the idea of the money man. Would you rather have up your consistent 300 hitter with runner on third base, whatever, two down, or would you rather have the guy, you know, like Jason Worth is a good example, who who sucks all the time except for those crazy situations where he hit a home run when need be. You, you see what I'm saying here? Right. The idea of a money man. Like me, honestly, Scott, and I hate to do this, no, I'm not passing it to Ian Boyd tonight. If I'm Paulson, I'm thinking, dude, you're three for three on buzzer beaters. No effing way. I'm no. playing the numbers. No. Well, you, in, in no effing way you have another one. defense, what – if they're playing Richmond and that whole scenario, Richmond's going to go. They're giving the ball to Ian Boyd, so, yeah. so they're they're going to say, "All right, we See, know I'm ahead of the we game. Know where, we I'm know where the ball the is going." And so, technically, yeah, maybe they are going to go like that and say, "We're not going to give it to Boyd because they're just going to be keying on him the mm-hmm. entire time." Mm-hmm. We know where the ball's going. Huh. Right. Interesting thought. Have you been watching any spring training, Scott? Have I been watching? No. Have I been following it? Keep my eye on it. A little bit. I mean, it's good to it's good when you get the Nationals win updates on your phone. I know you don't get updates, you get carrier pigeons or what's whatever it, you what's get. What's an update? But like you get the like the little score banner and saying, you know, Nationals win, Scherzer got the win, so and so. Has Scherzer even pitched yet? Oh yeah. No Scherzer kidding. has pitched. Now this is a good little bit. Scherzer, the the, the best rivalry now. In spring training, my favorite thing from spring training two years in a row is Scherzer versus Tebow. Now, in the two years that Scherzer has faced Tebow in spring training, he's faced him two times. Really? He's thrown six pitches. All strikes. Yeah. Two punch outs. Two punch outs looking. Looking, okay. I watched, the, I had to watch. The Scherzer Tebow video. It was from a guy in the stands because I don't think it was even on TV. Right. But it was just some guy videotaping the the at bat, and I had to watch it a few times because I wanted to like see like what he threw him and like where he threw him. First pitch, fast dirty deucer. Oh really? Outside corner. All right. Okay. Tebow's like, oh my god, you can see it. Like here we go. Next pitch, high fastball. Tebow swings through it, totally whiffs on it. Next pitch, slider outside, rings him up. And, like, nice, dude, if you're Scherzer, you've got to be pissed that you're facing a guy like Tebow. Why? I'm sure, well, our old friend Tebow, who we used to talk about a lot on this podcast. Doesn't it feel good talking about right. Tebow? Like, we this talked, is nice. We mentioned him every episode for, like, 20 episodes, our first 20. The Mets alluded to him being up with the big team 
by the end of this season to to put butts in the seats. If you're Scherzer, you have to be pissed. Why? This guy's even on the same field as you. No, not Scherzer. You, if you're Scherzer, do you try harder to get Tebow out than you do other guys? Now, Scherzer is naturally just a competitor. He, right? Yeah, he wants. So it Scherzer, doesn't matter who the heck it any is. Any pitcher, any pitcher that faces Tebow, I, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. There are there are so many guys in playing in in spring training right now whose name we will never ever know that I don't I really don't think it it makes I think it'd be a funny story that Scherzer will have to tell like the grandkids one day yeah because people are going to remember Tebow's name and he'll be able to say face that guy in spring training two times and he'll probably remember uh, I don't even know if it's that but, but he'll remember, remember saying like oh I struck him out twice it's like that Not funny little struck thing him out twice like made him look terrible he makes a lot twice. of guys in spring training look terrible a lot of these 19 year old kids yeah. who just got drafted you, it's like Tim Tebow let me let me show you how big your pitches mm. you know what I mean he doesn't do that to everybody. No, he does it a lot. But he doesn't do that to everybody. He just made it look like he was just toying with them. Like it was this little cat and mouse thing. So I I coached with a guy whose brother is a double-A umpire. And he hasn't made it up to the big... Ump, umpiring wow. is like this... Oh, that's huge, right? It's the same thing as like playing is you get yeah. called up. If you're good, you, you go. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. spring training is, deal, I'm sure. is like umpire spring training. So uh, my buddy's brother has this story. He's behind the plate. He's umpire behind the plate. Uh-huh. Sh- Scherzer's pitching. And... I can't remember who, what hitter he's facing, but dude hits just an absolute piss missile, pulls one, and it's going towards the left field powerful, powerful, wow, (laughs) foul pull, and it goes just foul. And, uh, you know, it's called foul, and and the hitter's real salty about it because he just teed one up against Scherzer. And the way my buddy's brother tells the story is that, Scherzer looks at the hitter like in the eyes and he goes, he got it right. Get the F back in the box. Like the hitter was <laughs> mad about like, oh, the call? the call. And he was pouting and Scherzer sees it. Oh, and then Scher- get the F back in the box. And I believe the story ends with Scherzer punching that dude out. But, you know, here's spring training. I love him even more now from that story. Here's spring training, man. It's if you have the patience, because you're not going to see all, you're not going to see the Aaron Judges and the Bryce Harpers and the John Carlos Stans. You're not going to see all that. But if you have the patience, even as a casual baseball fan, to just listen to the analysts and and commentators and coaches and blah, 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 all the interviews. What do you mean? All you get is stories like this. The one, you know, the, the Scherzer thing and the, like, that's what you get. I was, I was watching, it was, uh, it was the Red Sox playing the Cardinals. And for whatever reason on the MLB network, it was the St. Louis feed uh-huh. and the Cardinals color commentator, no idea what his name is, former player, obviously that's what all these guys are. He was telling, he was telling, you know, whoever the, what he was telling the story about, uh, his spring training days. And he was like, yeah, when I was a veteran, the game during spring training was like the, the, in the clubhouse game, all of us veterans would try to convince the rookies that if you won spring training, if you had the most wins in your division, all the players would get a free TV. 
and all the rookies are thinking, oh, this is great. Like, you know, so that was that we had to convince him. It was a little bit of hazing and it was kind of fun. Oh, it's, like, that's he, not hazing. He, but like hearing stuff yeah. like that, dude, that's all like the little oh, stories and stuff. It's great. Oh, it just, you, you need to have the guys, patience. guys. At the end of the day, they're just guys. Right. They're just dudes that make a crap ton of money for playing a sport. But that's the special thing about spring training is, it's even more relaxed. Well, less than half of those guys on the team are making, not even half those guys on the field. They're not big leaguers. Some of those games that we're seeing, they're they're minor. They're making minor league money. They're like us. Like oh, honestly, they're, they're making, making our us. yeah. They're making less than their minimum wage for playing baseball. Us, yeah. So they're guys who, you know, just normal normal fellows with some with some cool stories. And spring training gets knocked a lot because oh, it doesn't matter. And I agree, it doesn't. It doesn't but, but oh, well, spring training is so much better than. NFL preseason, NBA preseason. Well, to that, me, well, we're just baseball. Oh, we're so biased. We're though. baseball That's guys. Hard to say. But what I'm saying is, if there's a casual baseball fan listening, give it a chance and listen for stuff like that because it is really enjoyable. And we take Spring for granted. Training is fun though. Well, all those guys playing too, and yeah, they're all going to be on the single A or double A team. They're all still so good at baseball. All of them. Oh, yeah. All of them are absolute studs, and we're just we're. I mean, we're spoiled with some of the baseball players that we get to see every night during the summer. I mean, we really are. Like these these guys playing in there now are, in the are fighting their you know asses off just to like make a spot. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been down to spring training? No, bucket list thing. Yeah, I was I was gonna ask that. I mean, that's a that's a thing. Florida, that's where you probably go. Would you go to a certain team, or would you just go to an area and because you can watch. What Cactus League and I don't know. I forget the other one. Grapefruit, grapefruit, grapefruit in Florida. I mean, I would probably choose Florida because yeah. you know O's and Nats are the bias. And, Correct. Yeah. Um, a little bit, little bit. As I mean, Florida's probably cl- a closer and cheaper flight than flying into Arizona. Oh, of course, right? of course. So that's going to be taken into account. But it is cool too. Like we're up here, Northern Virginia. It's freezing right now, and there were sixty mile an hour gusts. Turning on spring training and just seeing everybody wear short sleeves and it's like sun shining. How awesome is that, man? Baseball's back. Baseball's cool. back. We started this thing as a basically a pure baseball podcast too. So it's it's good to be back. It is. College baseball's back too. I have been, you know what I've been College doing? College baseball's back. That's a little early, dude. I mean, I, I know they're two weeks into the season. I know they've it's played wild. Mason's zero and seven. I don't really? know if they so they they, they were zero and seven. Too. They lost. They got to, smacked. I don't know by who. Um, so they were own seven at the beginning of the week. So that they would have had a Wednesday or Thursday game Oof. and then Friday. So they <laughs> they might be winless. The Billy oh. Patriots, dude. That's bad. They used to be real good. I mean, yeah, they made a they made a regional four years ago when I was a senior. They made to they made the Texas regional. Oh yeah, I watched and that. And you got crushed by Rice Hell, and I the watched Texas that. boys I and hooked it up to the TV and they got no they no, they played really tough against Rice. They, oh, well, they got waxed tough. by Texas and Texas A&M or TCU or whatever the oh, hell. They played real tough against Rice, and it came down to the bottom of the ninth type of thing. Rice won on a walk-off, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? No, top of the ninth, Rice scored like two or three runs. It was a one-run game. Mm-hmm. Rice scored a, a run or two in the ninth, and then they couldn't come back from it. Mm-hmm. It was great. Oh, yeah. But college baseball is all over 
the do you have the watch ESPN app where you can right. ESPN three blah 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 yeah, yeah so on a on a Sunday afternoon when there's nothing going on dude watch you ESPN the, the SEC network Big Ten all How the ESPN threes are fl- oh yeah that's the only thing I because we don't have cable through the football we're, we're basement dwellers so no I just watch you on the laptop oh. so we don't have cable but I got the old watch ESPN app and so I'll I'll gotcha. be great that's my Sunday routine grocery store laundry great dude, papers. That's- as I'm grading, I got freaking bunch of different. I watched University of Maryland play Tennessee a couple weekends ago. Last yeah. weekend, what the who the heck was it's pure I? Pure baseball on? because you're not watching it for the guys. You don't know any of the storylines really. You don't know who their ace is really. No, no. And you're just kind of watching it for the purity of the game. It's pretty good. I watch for baseball, love you know, but but there are you know past. Especially at Maryland, there were there were kids who played like at St. John, so I knew the names oh, okay. of, and so I'll flick that on and huh. and got a couple of players who I have coached against. They aren't playing any big time school. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a great coach or anything, uh, but I do like keeping up with and, and researching that. But baseball is back. I, you know what? I wanted to talk about this with you. What do you got going on there? I just have my zipper down the entire time. Do you remember that picture when we were at like the Vienna Metro stop? Yeah, it was like Christmas time. We got a, that out. We got that dumb picture. You had you're rocking the moose foot or oh, what, that was what bad because it. it was like we're sitting down and it was there was no table in front of us and everything. So yeah, it was one directly of those... on the crotch and my pants were all tight because I was sitting down. That's Fat Scott too. Bad. You didn't have a lot of like your I was, thighs I was were. A, I was a 34 pant waist. You broke 34. You were 36. I was a tight 34. Tight 34? Tight 34. <laughs> 35. Do they even make 35s? They don't make 35s. They don't make even numbers? They don't. Just, they or don't. I'm sorry, odd, odd numbers? numbers. No, many? they don't because I remember when I was going down in weight, 33, they didn't make 33. So I was, went from 34, then I throw away all my 34 pants. Throw them away or did you donate them? Well, donate. But that's, yeah, just donate. Do you dump them into the trash bin that's right up a giant? Sh- shoes and shoes and. Right up a giant. Judge yeah. Plaza. Uh-huh. Yeah, right there from Nagoya. I got to do that too, actually. Got some oh, I clothes. Do that. I do that a few times a year. That's good, man. Oh, yeah, you're a minimalist. So you uh, don't like I stuff. I throw away things when I don't want them. You don't clog up your closet or anything? Nah. You throw away any, like, memorabilia? Do you, do uh, you, if it means something to me, then I'll keep it. Did really? you keep any Southern Virginia basketball yeah. equipment? Yeah, I have I have a sweatshirt. I have a sweatshirt. I have a jacket. I what? have a few T-shirts. I, I kept mostly everything. I noticed you're wearing a George Mason nice quarter zip with yeah. front pocket. Yeah. Do you have most of the Mason stuff that you were given? Most of it. I've given away some stuff because hmm. you know, I just had too much. I mean, I'd be wearing green and gold every single day if I could. Dang. If I wanted you know, to. Other than all that. Right. But especially the profession, I, I don't choose what I wear really you know what I mean I don't need a lot of clothes like this is a great quarter zip it's comfortable it's warm right I'll wear this a lot mm-hmm. just like that sweatshirt dude how long have you had those shorts for these shorts how old are those shorts <sighs> I, I think I I think these may have belonged to my dad oh, I knew it and then he I got they're the good like you know what short I love I can't believe they don't really above make the, the knee no 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 cotton like the cotton oh, elastic, oh, like sweatpants, but are shorts. They're cotton. They're not mesh. They have pockets. I'm so glad you're married, dude, because if you didn't find Elena, holy crap, oh, you would be, you dude, would be dunsies. Here's one for you. You'd be dunsies. <laughs> the shirt that I you sleep would in. never, ever find a woman. So the ever. shirt, the shirt that I sleep in, <laughs> it's got a, it's got like a cartoon Ron Swanson on it. And it says, um, uh, 
what I said was all the bacon and eggs that you have is that one quote. But it's a white t-shirt. Okay, with that's a, car- a good shirt. It's a cartoon. Yeah, it's a great shirt, but it's my sleeping shirt because it's comfortable. It's a little small. So I only wear it to bed. But because I wear it to bed, it's gotten very miscolored. It's it was white and now it's just. Do you wear the same thing to bed yellow. every single day? Just about. I have a rotation, but that's like my ace, it's and it's hurt. yellow. And I have it on, and you know we're in the basement of uh, my sister and brother in laws, right? Uh-huh. While we're while we're kind of just you know we're getting settled, and I got it on yellow, and I'm about, I go oh you know I forgot something upstairs I gotta go grab it, and she was like, nobody can see you in that shirt, and I was like what are you talking about? She was like. Sean, that shirt is like yellow and sweat stained and blah blah blah. So I had to put on a sweatshirt like to cover it up to to go get it. Oh, whatever whatever it was I forgot. But those sh- shorts are at least twenty years old. I yeah, twenty. They got a couple holes and I don't know. They're good. Like they're just comfortable and very flappy. They're nice. Sheesh. What, what are we even talking about sports wise anymore? Um, the, this is a live mic. Oh yeah. We uh, ba- no, we were mic. on baseball. We were on baseball. I wanted live to live a- mic. I wanted to ask you about um. The new uh, uh, mound visit rule because we were talking. I had no idea. Training. You have to explain it to me. Okay, so oblivious. So pro visits used to be one per inning, and uh, then the second you had to rotate. Uh, you had to you had to switch pitchers. I understand. Now, that. Yeah. it's six total visits per game per nine innings. Extra innings Ooh. might reverse. Six total visits, not including pitching Ooh. changes. However. The total visits also includes um, catcher conferences. If the shortstop wants to come over and tell the pitcher, be like, hey, that calm down. The it, inclu- it includes not only coaches, but fielders. So six times a game, are they allowed to just call time and walk out to talk to the pitcher? Really? And, again, and the, spirit of, the spirit of this was to save time. So is this saving time good rule? Like, what are your thoughts on this? Six times? I was originally said it was a lot. That, that was my original thought. But then it was like, okay, so pitchers and catchers. Exactly. Catchers, That's too. That's not a lot then. Now, what I read was the way they're going to enforce it with catchers is that they're not going to be like, no, you've run out of visits. They're going to let them go, and then they're going to fine them. Like, for, oh, it's so, going to be the same thing with the box. They get in the box rule. That's how they kind of like. I feel like they kind of slacked on that one too. Yeah. Oh yeah, David Ortiz freaking never do the old you know, one foot in, him. one foot out. But um, I thought it was interesting because baseball, they're, they're not solving the problem. If they really want to make games shorter, this is not going to do it because that's why they're that's why they're doing this crap. They're cutting. A minute off, maybe if that. Yeah, if that. Because six but you're visits, not, six visits is nobody's going to reach that. That's what I'm th- it's kind of a lot. Not including changes, it's just going to say, "Hey, catchers, don't run out to the pitcher. Just communicate another way." Huh? Now, how? Like, do you have like? How do you? So- guys like us, we don't care. We'll watch a four-hour game. Right? How happen. do you solve the attention span of? Lazy baseball fans, basically, is that what you're saying? I mean, no. I. How get- do we solve it? I get that it's not a fan thing. Like, I wouldn't mind being, like, sitting down for a game and knowing that this is not going to be more than, you know, two hours and 15 minutes. That'd be pretty darn cool. Well, then what are you going to do, shorten the innings? We're going to play seven inning games? No, 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 no. Well, that's- I know. I, I understand that. But it's just not what baseball is. And we've talked about that before. So that's not the sport that baseball is. 
Well, it's amazing how it's changed because baseball nine innings did used to take. You know, you look at your averages in the nineteen seventies, and it was really it was it was lower. Oh, absolutely! It was two fifteen. We're talking about two fifteen. Maybe even less than that. Maybe if you go back to the sixties, these games were like college basketball games. They take two hours. There were no pitching changes, I guess. People just kind of got up and swung the bat. That's that's it right there. Didn't like take pitches really. That's is it. that really I'm where you're telling, going? That's my idea. Huh. Is that this whole hitter crap? All this hitter stuff of like working the count. That's cool, but that to me as a baseball fan needs to stop. I I cannot stand watching you know Judge take two fastballs. And then foul off a bunch of pitches, and then and then strike out for the two hundredth yeah. time in a game. Like I hate that. I want to see guys. Of, well, you're the type of guy that gets up and swings at the first pitch. J- I, Jason Worth coming to bat. I could change the channel, watch something else, flip back. He's still up at bat. And then two count. Watch him strike flip out. Back. Maybe do it. He's foul. Come back. He's fouled a few off. It's up to ten or twelve pitches. And. And that's promoted now, which is cool. Make the pitcher use it all is. the stuff. It is. But, like, the reason why that baseball is so long is because we've adapted that mentality as as hitters of, I, I need to extend the count. Blah, blah. That, honestly, it's, it's, it's the right way to play baseball. It's not good for the game, but it's the right way to play baseball. Is it, though? Is it? I don't know, man. If I'm a hitter, I dude. Well, I was you. I swing at the first pitch. I was about, well, let's get <laughs> X snows here. As a pitcher, what are you trying to throw me the first strike? It's you against me. What are you trying to throw? A strike? Besides a strike? What are you saying? What do you mean? A strike. A strike. Right? Correct. So how come I'm not looking for that as a hitter? The first pitch might be the best pitch of the whole damn at-bat that I see. Why not okay. be more aggressive with the first pitch? And you see so many guys, it's automatic. It's, oh, I never swing the first pitch. Why not? That might be the, the best, f- best pitch you're ever see. The whole night, the whole yeah. series maybe. Go freaking swing. Oh, I got to get the feel and the timing. Do that crap in the on-deck circle. And then you make fans happy. You make, you, you get more money in your pocket. Freaking, we need just. Averages and analytics. We're all, you know, we're big analytics guys. We know that. But come on. Like, you know, all the, the analytics say take pitches and walk. All the damn Theo Epstein's of the world can just go back to their stupid <laughs> little the game, calculus class where they came from and You're just the game. You, dick around with their calculators. Ooh, was that a bad? That was yeah, a bad that one. Was a bad right? one. That was, I'm getting all good H like and H it. right this here. This is good. You said A and D. A's fine. A's okay. Really? A okay. You say A in middle school? Oh, absolutely not. There you go. Uh, there you I go. thought about it like that. What if your middle schoolers are listening? Do you swear at the academy? Uh, not in front of the instructors. Like, not in class? They swear in front of you, though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, during yeah, drills, yeah, yeah, they'll, like, they'll get after it absolutely. a little? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. But you just can't. Oh, I got a funny story that I'll tell you off air, but I can't. Oh, you can't live mic. You can't, you can't tell live mic. mic it. We're at 54, so why don't we cue up the music oh, yeah, and uh, get out of here on a weekend appetizer? You want to do it right now? I, d- I need to cue up the music. Music is queued up, so we can roll right in. All right. What do you? Oh, it's playing, but it's quiet. I always do this, man. Every single week, there it's it is. Right. That's that's it's a little right. better. So well, what do you? Quick notice. It's it's the weekend already. It's the weekend. But yeah. what's like going on this weekend for you in sports? Well, this is a pretty good. I mean. Obviously, again, by the time people are watching it, it's, it's going to be 
All this stuff's going to be open. Yeah. Cavs, the Cavs playing outside, though, is pretty cool. Yeah. Playing in Annapolis. We were just in Annapolis, coincidentally, this this day, today. But that that should be a good, a good game, whether they win or lose. Hopefully, people tuned into that and just saw the atmosphere and everything like that. Uh, Mason playing today is, is good. Yeah, it's a good sports night tonight. There hasn't been a lot of good sports nights in a while. Because, you know, we haven't been doing the podcast, so it's been slow. Well, I mean, we haven't you been doing the podcast like... because it's been slow. Well, okay, yeah. Keep going. You're on a roll. You're on a roll. What do you mean I'm basically done? That's, that's my Saturday night. That's it. So then well, what else? We had, we had Tiger Woods playing fantastic the past few weeks. The three days. Playing fantastic. Three days. He's back. He's got to learn how to win again. That's in my notes. We called that episode one. Tiger was back. So, is he winning a major this year? Good for is he winning a major? Ball. Is he winning another major in his career? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Dude, you're a sucker for thinking that. I, I hate to say, I, oh, root love for him it. and watch it, great, but no, you're a sucker golf fan. I hate to say Love it. it. Your golf fanship oh, give me, give is much your... like your short game. It's terrible. Exactly. It's awful. That's the thought. I just heard it. I thought it was the door opening. So my little bit on uh, the Caps-Maple Leafs game at Navy Marine Corps Stadium, hockey, American hockey knows where it's at. With you rate the four major sports, where does hockey fall? One, two, three, or four? MLB. Oh, really? You put MLB as number one? For you or for the mass American media? Oh, like, oh for the mass Americans? For, for, for me or for, for America? No, for America. For four. America. It's four, right? Four. Even for you, where a is it? A distant four. Even for you, where is it? A distant four. It's four. It's four. It is four. Now, the best way to America's hearts is through the service academies. When you can make that little, like, you know, go Navy, go Army, support the support the veterans very quick way into America's hearts I would not be surprised if next season we see some kind of like you know West Point thing and then sure and then College Colorado Fo- Springs been doing that they've been playing at Yankee Stadium and doing the whole service academy thing they don't play off that but but hockey within the within the service academies going you know, you can't really go overseas now because overseas it's freaking the desert. But you know what I mean? It's it's using the the service academies, you know, the the it's veterans, the soldiers yeah. to your don't like that. I, I I just think that's what it is. I think this is because hockey already has their outside little day in, in New Year's and now they're doing it again. You know what I mean? Like why? Why now? You see what I'm saying? It's a quiet one. It's a quiet one of the day. Quiet we're doing it. We looping it. Well, it was loud, and then I never know how it sounds. That's okay. Who cares? Wow, we're we're. Who cares? I'm gonna miss my this. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's made it this far. Nobody. For what? In the episode? Oh no, no. People are long gone. I'm we're just talking to ourselves. Right let's now. finish this episode and let's go eat some bonefish. So where's good to me? Where can they find? Us? Sounds good to me. After a month, you probably forgot where you can find virtual sports talk. Our perpetual sports talk on the interwebs. We're on Twitter, even though Sean doesn't tweet anymore because he's married and boring. Uh, <laughs> he did, definitely forgot about the Twitter. We're on, I don't know, what else are we on? Podbean. 
We're on iTunes. We're still on Patreon. I think we're getting a dollar. We're getting paid. That means we're professional professional podcasters. I don't know if we have to like claim that on our taxes or anything. But that I don't might think be bad. so. I think we, that can be under the under the under the table. Under the table, yeah. All right, well, if we ever get audited, they'll come back to this episode sixty-three of Perpetual Sports Talk at the end somewhere, and we'll get audited. For <laughs> you. are you just gonna keep? Going? <laughs> you lost me at taxes. For episode three. Perpetual sports dog, whatever you say. We man. we gotta wait to it's a new episode every week. Oh, vaguely. We gotta wait till the end. New episode vaguely every week until next time. My name is Sean and I'm Scott. <laughs>